G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, as things move along towards the 18th, the election campaign is going at full steam. But there are those who are wanting to engage in the election campaign and bringing a biblical Christian view of some of the policies that are being presented by various parties through the campaign who are finding that there is an intensifying restriction on their capacity to be able to relate, especially on the platform of Facebook. Bill Muhlenberg, who we normally talk to on a Friday, has found himself once again in what he calls Facebook jail. Uh, outlawed from being able to post his usual presentations when it comes around the ethics of what political parties are presenting as their platform for election coming up on the 18th. Well, Bill Muhlenberg is back with us uh, for a special little update today. Bill, uh, welcome back to 2020. Uh, thanks, Neil. Great to be back. Although it sounds like I'm a bit of a bad monkey. Are you sure you want to be talking to me? I mean, uh, you know. All right. So should we put an end to this conversation right here? <laughs> Maybe you uh, should. Uh, sounds like I'm dangerous. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm associating with uh, bad eggs. Uh, you know, Bill, uh, you're actually, uh, you are outlawed. And this is not the first time you've got this uh, Facebook sin bin. And it's happening more and more. And yep. you wouldn't ordinarily think of this, but just people posting Christian posts on Facebook, uh, if it seems like it could be a little bit controversial, there's someone there ready to hit the button and put you in that Facebook jail. Uh, what's it like being in Facebook jail? Oh, all very quiet and lonely. You know, I keep hoping somebody will come, you know, the usual routine, bake a nice cake, uh, hidden within it a file or a hacksaw blade so I can, you know, get through my jail bars and escape. Uh, oh, look, it's, uh, you know, we have fun. And a lot of people say, oh, why even hang around something like Facebook if it's such a repressive and anti-Christian, anti-conservative site? Well, it's a fair question, but as I usually say, we use things like the social media for the kingdom. What is crucial is getting truth out in the public arena. So if I can reach potentially thousands and thousands of people... Uh, with the click of a button on something like Facebook, well, then, yeah, I'm willing to put up with all the grief and all the, you know, all the, well, we can really talk about fascism because that's what it is. It's censorship. It's restricting certain unwanted points of view, Christian and conservative. So, yeah, I put up with the grief, and I'm sin-binned again, but when I get back on, I'll keep using it until the next jail session. But we have to do what we can. we got to share truth, and I think God has raised up some of these new social media platforms. Sure, a lot of garbage is being shared, but a lot of good can be shared as well. Well, if you do speak up and you've got a well-argued basis for the argument that you have for a biblical truth, and let's uh, cut through uh, any confusion here, oftentimes uh, you are talking about issues to do with the radical gender 
campaign that's going on and uh, some of the platforms that various parties are presenting as their platform coming into the election. And there are people who are trolls. Uh, There are those who want to be nasty. And then you've got uh, the idea of getting banned. Uh, It seems like you almost lose on every angle, but I, I guess your thick skin enables you to stand under all of that. Oh, well, we all need a bit of thick skin in this day and age. Um, you know, if we took offense or, you know, broke down in tears every time something like this happened, we wouldn't be much use for Christ and the kingdom. And again, we simply bear in mind, as I was sharing with some others earlier today, in plenty of other countries, Christians are being tortured and killed. I mean, you know, uh, simply getting another 30-day ban or people uh, chewing you out in an email, that's, you know, compared to what so many other Christians are going through for their faith, uh, we haven't seen nothing yet. So we do need to develop a bit of a thick skin. We need to wear all the attacks, the trolls, the censorship, the false claims made about us. I mean, I get a regular batch of hate mail, uh, get people lying about me in public. I've had entire uh, websites devoted simply to attacking me. I mean, the, the whole purpose was simply to uh, make me look like a evil uh, bad egg, as we said, and uh, so that goes with the territory. If you want to share truth, if you want to stand up for the gospel, if you want to stand against the radical secular left agenda, you're going to pay a price, and that will include censorship. But, uh, you know, if we all just stood by silently, the other side is just going to win by default. We have to speak up. We have to make a stand, even if it's costly. I'm reminded of that biblical quote, you know, woe to those who call evil good and good evil, and you stand for a Christian truth, and whether it's issues of parents' rights to raise their children, uh, or whether it's for a Christian school to be able to have the right to employ teachers who sign off and agree to the Christian ethos, or whether it's uh, some of these other issues like the idea of conversion therapy and uh, where Christians might well be under threat not even allowed to pray for people, having that outlawed. Uh, These are the sorts of things that are being called evil right now, Bill. Uh, Or is there something extra special that you're putting in there that makes you especially dangerous? (laughs) Well, again, anybody who shares truth, especially biblical truth, yeah, will be seen to be evil, certainly intolerant, judgmental, arrogant, insensitive, non-inclusive, you know, all these buzzwords you hear all the time, uh, simply share truth, and all of a sudden you're the worst person on the planet. Uh, Never mind that these groups who shout the most about tolerance and diversity, they're really not very keen on tolerating people like you and me. They're not very keen on having real diversity. If they were, they'd be happy to have some conservative and Christian points of view now and then. So again, it goes with the territory. Things are getting worse today. We'll use the social media as best as we can, but, uh, you know, uh, I'm already on a, a alternative, smaller social media page, simply knowing that probably soon enough I'll be permanently banned from something like Facebook. So we have to look at other options, we have to look at other means by which we can use the Internet while it's still more or less free to uh, get the truth out there.
So, Bill, what can you do to make an effective point and not get banned, uh, protect yourself? Is there a precaution or two you can take? What are your yep. thoughts for people who are saying, well, you know, I'm just hearing about that. I don't know whether I will post that <laughs> issue of truth. But yet this is the time when we need for people to be posting those things. Uh, what do you do to protect yourself in the process? Yeah, well, look, I mean, on the one hand, the answer is pretty clear. If you want to never get banned on Facebook, simply never share truth. <laughs> Certainly Christian truth, biblical truth, conservative truth, that'll pretty much guarantee you'll have a pretty safe run. Now, having said that, of course, as in all things, we need to have wisdom, we need to have uh, prudence, you know, we need to use tact. Timing can be another thing. So I've noticed even over the past year or two, given all the bans I've already had, that I'll maybe think twice a little bit at least about maybe what I share or how I share it. So sure, we can all take steps to be careful, to be wise, and that may help to some extent. But as I say, when you've got basically an entire... Oh, well, it's a monopoly of the social media and pushing a strong secular left point of view. It almost doesn't matter how wise and careful and cautious you are, you're still going to get slammed for uh, posting certain things online. It just It's part of the way things have now gotten, sadly, and I get this even on my website. I'll get people saying, well, Bill, I posted a comment on your website 10 years ago. But now I'm running for office, and I'm worried maybe what I said is going to get some people upset. Can you delete my comment? (laughs) I'm not always keen to do that. It takes a bit of work and so on. But, uh, you know, well, as I tell these people, and I've just had two of them the last two days, I say, well, look, if we do this kind of self-censoring, if we do try to sanitize everything we've said, well, guess what? The other side has already won. They've cowed us. They've intimidated us into silence. They've uh, won. They've got us to not share truth that we wanted to share. Uh, So, you know, sometimes we just need the courage of our convictions. Sure, share things wisely and carefully. Uh, but the other side is never going to be happy until we're fully silent. So we have to live with that. What about people who are wanting to befriend you online, Mm -hmm. Uh, people you don't know, but people who may well be there to ambush you? Uh, What about this issue of trust and whether someone will do the right thing by you? Yep, no, that's an important thing to be aware of. I know there's different replies to this. Some will just accept any and every uh, friend request that comes along. They just think the more the merrier, including enemies and possible trolls. On the other hand, I tend to be quite careful, even though I have a gazillion Facebook friends. Every single one I'll check out first. I'll try to suss out, you know, are they on side? Are they friends? Are they friends of friends? Can they be trusted? And if I'm careful and I've done my quick bit of homework, then I will accept their friendship. But, you know, you can still get people. There's fake accounts. There's people who are trolls who do want to become my friend for the simple reason. They can report me to the Facebook authorities. They can attack me in various ways. So we just need to be really careful. We live in a very uh, contentious era where there's a lot of people who do not like the kind of things that we believe in, and they will try to go after us in any way they can. 
And that can even include sending you what looks like an innocuous friend request. Well, you have been writing about this recently. I'll point people to the article you wrote called On Social Media Etiquette and Some Personal Pet Peeves. And you can simply find that at BillMuhlenberg.com or you can Google Culture Watch, one word, and you can find those articles that Bill has been writing. Uh, Bill, uh, we'll talk again on Friday, but thanks so much for the update here uh, on 2020. Always a pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.